Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Crisperians show. Well, you know guys, I'm a big fan of a sweet wine, of noble fine sweet wine. So um, the other day we uh, just opened a small bottle of Sauterne for one of our um, exam preparations at, uh, at the, the wine school. And um, of course I got a little bit left and I thought I have to bring it home and, and talk about a little bit about it because uh, this is a Chateau Rue Sec. Premier Grand Cru Classé from 1855, one of the fantastic uh, estates uh, in Bordeaux, in Sauternes, vintage 2017. Chateau Rue Sec, uh, Sauternes, uh, 2017. 14 ABV. But this is usual, I mean, this, the, so this is usually the case with uh, Sauternes that it has uh, high alcohol and tends to be full bodied. Amongst all the sweet wines, amongst all the noble sweet wines in the world, um, it is, it is, it's one of the most delicious one, no question about it. So, so going to back a little bit to the history, the story of uh, Chateau Rue Sec, um, it was uh, first mentioned in the 18th century and most likely founded by, by monks, by Carmelita monks, actually, back in the 18th century. It had many different owners throughout the time. I mean, the, during the French Revolution, you know, kind of uh, it got different other different people got hold of it and um, it had a lot of ownerships uh, changes uh, all the way around it has been classified in the great 18 um, <clears throat> 1855 classification itself so it has been classified as one of the top uh, chateaus uh, one of the top properties and ever since it makes astonishing amazing amazing sweet wines 1984, this is the fast forward in time, 1984, this is the time when um, the Rothschilds, Baron de Rothschild, uh, the owners of Lafitte, actually got hold of the uh, property. Now the estate is roughly 110 hectares in terms of size and um, the vineyard planting varies, uh, those mentioning some uh, records say 68 hectares, some uh, count for 85. So, you know, a fair amount uh, of, of the, pro of the uh, properties actually of the 111 hectares are on the vines, on the growing wines makes beautiful uh, mainly sweet wines actually i mean they do also to my best knowledge also some dry wines <clears throat> but as currently as it is if you want to uh, label and and uh, under the appellation of origin aop or aoc sauterne has to be sweet now now the commune name is next to sauterne farguet this is the place where it comes from sandy clay a bit of gravelly soil and as we all know when it comes to sweet wine, Semillon is dominating. Now, the property has a fair amount of, I think, 17% uh, Sauvignon Blanc as well, which goes mainly in the dry wines. And a 2017 vintage, it had 94, <coughs> excuse me, 94% of uh, Semillon, and I think uh, 3, 3% of uh, Sauvignon Blanc and Muscadel as uh, being a blending partner. Now, 2017, it was a pretty good vintage, if I have to sum it up in uh, one sentence, of course. But, there's always a but uh, along the way. 2017, I mean, there was a bit of late frost in April, and uh, roughly 15% of the, of the crop uh, has, been, uh, has been affected. And um, summer was good, uh, a bit of rain, a bit of a warm period, changes, a mild winter before that in 2017, 16. April, the frost, which I, uh, if I, uh, what I mentioned, and it was pretty steady 
throughout the year. And when it comes to Botrytis, this is very, very key, because such noble wines, you need Botrytis cinera, noble rot, basically. And noble rot needs specific conditions. And uh, those specific conditions, first of all, you need fully healthy, ripe berries. And then you need the, the morning mist, the fog, the right humidity, and the afternoon warmth dry period to have that kind of noble rot developing and nicely attacking those grapes. And of course, they have been attacked individually, right? I mean, therefore, uh, the properties in Sotern uh, have to go through many different harvests, right? I mean, the picking time can sometimes take place 10 or more times, more 10 or more trees, what they basically are doing. Here in this case, in 2017, at uh, Chateau Rue Sec, uh, Rue Sec uh, they started picking end of September, 26th of September, and it went all the way up middle of October, up to the 12th of October, actually. So, you know, you had a two, three weeks period where you were, had to go out with the people and pick the grapes individually those affected by botrytis to achieve such beauty. This is a real beauty. This is sheer elegance, purity. I mean, if you look at the color, I have to pour a little bit more, more myself. People have been asked, you know, what temperature should you drink it? I mean, I personally think you can chill it down. No problem with that to you know, 10, 12 Celsius degree, maybe a little bit cooler, but give it some time. Warm it up. Warm it up with your hand if necessary or by the surrounding temperature take your time take small sips and let it warm up because i think it develops beautifully with the help of temperature as well you know when it reaches 14 16 celsius degree now another thing which i also could recommend even if it doesn't have any deposit or whatever um decanting or just let it breathe because these fantastic sweet wines i mean they sometimes need oxygen and the change with oxygen beautiful. Not to mention, I mean, 2017 is still a baby. I mean, this, this wine could go on for decades. Half a bottle has, has a lower shelf life, most likely than, than, uh, than regular or magnum sized bottles, of course. But nevertheless, you know, it can go on for decades. The potential because of the structure and the intensity, the complexity, the quality, it, it, it is sheer endless almost. I mean, you're probably going to drink it before that anyway. Ah, great vintage, great vintage, beautiful botrytis. You look at the color, amazing golden color. I just love the color. The purity of the color is amazing. The kind of rich golden and the luscious nose already. You know, you get this kind of honey, ginger, slightly toffee, a lot of tropical fruit. There's a lot of layers, a lot of density immediately. Yeah, the kind of saffron, that kind of ginger and honey, the botrytis, the purity, and there's oak. Now, what sets great Sauterne apart from other great sweet wines um, also affected by botrytis is not only that it comes from uh, Bordeaux, of course, and it's made by Semillon mainly, and uh, a lot of other things, but the aging in oak. And sometimes a lot of new oak. I mean, here in this case, it's probably up to 70% new oak, right? I mean, 70% new oak, that's quite a lot. Uh, for 18 months plus, 17, 18 months, two years sometimes. So there's a fair amount of oak. You're instantly getting that kind of creamy vanilla, that very elegant, delicate toffee butterscotch, but very delicate. This is a such a pristine and the kind of spiciness, the sweet spice, the, the vanilla, the very, very delicate coconut, 
the very delicate cinnamon, the kind of gingerbread, the Christmas spice, all those things are intermingle there beautifully in the nose. I mean, sweet, probably on 120, 140, 50, maybe 150 grams of residual sugar, so sweet. It's, it's just a mouthfeel. I mean, it's just the tack on the palate. It just fills the whole of your mouth and it has this kind of richness. <clears throat> There's a lot of tropical fruit, the honey, everything which you had in the nose. Purity and pristine attack uh, with richness and it has it has a full body style. I mean, it's 14 ABV, no question about that. It's, it's, it's very intense and very luscious. It's beautiful. It's very rich and an endless finish. Now, the thing is, which um, sometimes I have to also mention acidity. Now, I understand that for many people, Sauterne shares high acidity, or they're, they're recalling a kind of medium plus or highish acidity. Of course, someone who me, I've been born and raised in Germany and then grew up in Hungary, and you know, <clears throat> in these northern countries, you could say like Germany, Hungary, you know, where you have. Uh, always very um, highly acidic wines, let's say, that very fresh, very brisk wines. For me, the ultimate comparison, of course, has to be also some sweet wines and wines in general from those places as well. And you cannot get rid of that kind of comparison, of course, in your mind. For me, the acidity could be higher. But of course, this is not the style of Sauterne because Semillon is leading. I recall when I was... Um, blending some wines, uh, some Sauternes, actually, at Bordeaux University. And the late Denis de Bourdieu was uh, looking over my shoulders and I just mixed up the recipe. I put in more Sauvignon Blanc and a little less uh, Semillon. And this was more my style, you know. Sauvignon Blanc gives you the acidity, basically. Uh, this was more my style, more the kind of uh, Germanic, Hungarian style because of the higher acidity. But, you know, then the builder said, no, no, this, this has nothing to do. And rightfully, of course, has nothing to do with Sotan because in terms of style, you, you need a kind of softer mouthfeel. But still, nevertheless, it, it has a beautiful spine and a beautiful backbone of acidity. Beautiful, rich, luscious, elegant, sweet, sublime, with a lot of tropical fruit. It's just the length, the concentration, which is which is endless. This is what I'm saying. Is it could be could be aged for a long time. So I got a piece of chocolate. I just want to try out something. Got a piece of chocolate, a Venezuelan chocolate left over from our chocolate tasting. And my wife was telling me I'm, I was eating the chocolate too quick. This is a porcelana. So this is a very old variety uh, coming from uh, from a particular lake in Venezuela. So it's a very, very noble chocolate, noble chocolate with noble wine. 70%, by the way, Venezuelan uh, porcelana chocolate made by a chocolate maker in Toronto. And by the way, Canadians have also beautiful sweet wine, more ice wine, of course. But let's 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 just try it together. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in that. Mm, with chocolate. You let it melt. You don't. You don't want to bite it. You want to let it melt with your human temperature, basically. Mm. Takes sometimes a bit hard, actually. Let's help it with a little bit of wine. Beautiful. Mm. Now you get a caramel nuttiness. It enhances the wine. And it highlights the spiciness. Earlier, when I tried the chocolate, and no spiciness at all. Now it has a beautiful spiciness as well. It's very rich, very delicate. So, I think you know. Dark chocolate, 
goes beautifully well with this uh, with this particular sotam, this particular one. But also by itself, I mean, this is a this is a true treat. You could drink it all day long. But you know, it has a lot of sweetness as well. Pure sweetness, calories these days. But I do encourage you. I mean, I know drinking sweet wine has unfortunately got out a bit of the out of fashion lately. I'm really sad about that. But I really believe that just a glass of sweet wine, and again, you know, due to the making and everything, I really believe that unfinished bottle, even if it's just a half a, half a bottle, you know, you, keep, you can keep it in the fridge for a week and just have a glass of wine uh, now and then every year. Just, it's just a small glass of wine. And it's just, it's just a beautiful wine. Uh, it's a wine of meditation for me, actually, almost. It, it, is, it is very well made. And, you know, I do encourage you, basically, what I'm trying to say is to, to drink more sweet wine. Small portions, but do drink more sweet wine, noble sweet wines, because they are, they are endlessly complex, long. They have so many layers. They're, they're just fantastic. And this is a great example. I'm just going to finish this bottle. Chateau Rue Sec, Sauterne, 2017. Until next time.